Hi and welcome to Home Education for All, or HEFA for short. At HEFA, we believe that community is the heart of home education, and so that's what we built. We built a community in the UK, helping, supporting and uplifting each other to be the best home educators we can be. And now we're coming to you via this podcast too. Stay tuned for all things home education in the UK via our amazing, experienced, knowledgeable and often hilarious team. We truly believe home education can be for everyone and we hope listening here will give you the confidence or knowledge you need if you've been considering home education. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So I have some very exciting news for this season of the podcast, thanks to our first guest, actually. Um, Our first guest, Luke, who is a home-edding dad, um, he's from Tameside in um, England and he's home-edding one child with his wife and they also have a younger child who will not be going to school either. Um, So... Luke um, offered on our heifer group um, to kind of try and um, allay some of the fears that other dads are having and and uh, reluctant dads and things like that. And uh, I thought, do you know what? Let's have you on the podcast. Hello, Luke. Hi, you OK? I'm good. Thank you. Um, and uh, and then it kind of snowballed from there where we've decided that we're just going to speak to dads this season um and uh, really get some some dads advocating for home ed you know because it's i'm not going to lie it's very different isn't it for for dads compared to mums yes definitely i think we have a sort of a different intake on it <laughs> but we're very reluctant <laughs> so were you really reluctant do you know what i was i really was reluctant about it i didn't know what the consequences was i wasn't aware that we could home educate I've never heard of it before. If yep. we, if I, if I would have knew about it, or my wife would have told me sooner, she would never have been to school. Yeah. So I feel like we did a setback. <laughs> like we've put off. Like sometimes I feel a bit guilty by sending her to school by her going through what she went through, mm. and what we went through as a family. Where if I would have known it, and my wife would have said, "Oh, why don't we all educate?" I would have knew about it, and we would have said, "Well, yeah." But obviously, at the time she told me, I was like, oh, no, 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 I've not heard about this before. What are you trying to do to me here? <laughs> we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get fines. We're going to get social services. We're going to have all sorts after us. What are you doing? Yeah. So, and that's that's really common, right? It's it's And it's not just a common thing for dads either. Mums as well. Um, all parents. Unless you already know about home ed, when you find out about it, you go, hang on a minute. What? It does sound too good to be true. It does. When we started it, I'm like, right, so Monday she's doing this, Tuesday she's doing this, Wednesday she's doing this, get all the pens, get the paper out, get the maths up, get the English. My wife's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? There is no curriculum. I said, what? What are you going on about? I was really shocked. I'm like, oh, my goodness, what is happening here? She said, Luke, it's nothing like school. Just let me do what I'm doing with her. 
and honestly we'll be fine <laughs> do you know what i had a very similar conversation with my husband uh which was along the lines of um look you're out at work every day so let me crack on and yep. trust me to do what i know i'm doing and just you know yep. keep keep your mouth closed for a little while until yes. you kind of get the lay of the land and start to get a feel for how we're doing it and Definitely. then then start giving me some feedback but don't do it straight away you <laughs> <laughs> sound like my wife to me the first couple of weeks i was coming over work i'm like right ellie may and then my wife i'm like ellie may what have you done and then i've said to my wife she called becca um, have you wrote down everything i want to know it all plan planning i want everything I want you to show me, and then obviously if the LA get involved, we've got it. We can show them the evidence. This is what she's doing. She went, no, I've not wrote anything down. I went, Ellie May, what have you done today? Oh well, I've did. I watched a bit of History Channel. I've done this on my iPad. I've got a book out. I'm like, where's your worksheets? She went, oh no, I've not done worksheets today. I said, what do you mean? Well, what I see it. <laughs> it's tough. It's it's really tough, it's, and it's especially tough when you're not the person involved in seeing it happening right yes exactly yeah because you don't know what's going on <laughs> it's a bit hard and it's a, you want to make sure that they are learning to a point where obviously they can do what they want to achieve in life yeah and for me that's that was one of my worries um was is she going to get the right achievement is she going to get a good job is yeah. she going to get the career what she wants to do obviously she's only seven she doesn't know yet and we're not that type of family to push her into yeah. whatever. I don't want to, if she wants to be a doctor, if she wants to be a lawyer, if she wants to go and be a cleaner, whatever it is, it's up to her. But as long as she reaches her full potential by us making the decision at this point for her, hopefully then she can thrive and do what she wants to do. Absolutely. And I think, being very honest, I think 90% um, of dads, that's, that's what they've got in mind when they're freaking out about home ed, right? Yeah, definitely. They're not, they're not saying mum can't do it. They're not saying no. you're not good enough. What they're saying is I'm terrified mm. that we're going to fail the kids. Exactly. And that's the biggest worry of, well, for me as a father of a child. Um, not even, even with a child with additional needs as well. You've got that added worry on top. Yeah. And that was a big part for me was like, is she going to reach a full potential? What's she going to be able to do in life? Are we going to be able to teach her as good as what they could teach her? But probably are now, <laughs> because from what we've done since she, she we started back in December 22. So we've only been doing it around nine months now. Yep. But we've probably taught her more in that nine months that, she, that she's probably not learned at school for the few years she was there. Um, and obviously the reason being is they just wouldn't listen to us as a family. Yeah. Um, so she's diagnosed autistic. She's on the ADHD pathway. She's got anxiety, um, sensory issues. So she's got a lot going on. And yeah. for a child of that age, it's hard. Um, for anyone even of any age, but especially a young child as well, you shouldn't have to go through what she went through. And then for us, for us to do that for that couple of years she was at school, you feel guilty. But Obviously, it took me time to come round to the home ed just because, obviously, I didn't know about it and I was worried of the consequences of what would happen to us as a family and if we could, if we did have the time, because we both work full-time as well. So it's about finding that time. But she's thriving and she's doing really well. And like I said, the youngest daughter, she's two and a half, she won't go to school. Now I know what we can do at home and what we can yeah. achieve. We wouldn't need that. 
absolutely I love that I love that nine months in you're already like that one's not going <laughs> we've told we, I've, I, do you know what we, we we see people in the street now and like couple of doors down lady come out the other day and she shouted over to me eldest daughter oh you're back at school now and she said dead proud I'm not at school I'm home educated <laughs> and I thought you know what that is really good and people say oh what about your youngest is she gonna go I said never in a million years any children now if you've got the time and you can do it yeah why not Absolutely. I've got um, I've got four children and the youngest has never been to school. They're now 10 um, and absolutely thriving. Um, yeah. You know, currently downstairs playing uh, uh, card games with dad. Um, <laughs> uh, we were talking about probability and my husband right. started talking about poker and I said, well, yeah. it is games night. So <laughs> crack yeah. on. Definitely. Um, but. Yeah, what was it that made you guys decide to home ed? So, with our eldest daughter, she's seven years old, she went to one school um, and we was having absolute nightmare with her. Um, they wasn't following any sort of reports from people. We had um, educational psychologists go in, we've had, report, we've had re- meetings with SENCOs, all sorts. We did everything we possibly could. Um, so my wife was ringing me every day at work. I could guarantee half three she'd be ringing me, crying on the phone. I'm like, what have they done today to her? Luke, Luke, they've done this. Luke, they've done that. I'm like, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm trying to work full time and I need to be at work. So in the end, we decided, like, well, we're not getting anywhere with this school. Let's change her. So we put her in another school. We was on the phone with the Senko. She sold us the absolute dream. Made it yeah. sound absolutely amazing. We'll do this for her. We'll do that. Don't worry. Bring her in. We'll look after her. We got there the first day. Give it a week. Nothing at all. Reports were given. We've got files and files of reports. Not not bothered. We paid. We've had um, psychologists go in. We've had cams go in. Everything. They said to him, look, she's masking. She knows how yeah. to mask very well. Um, right, okay, we'll follow this, we'll follow this. Put everything under the sun while they were there watching her. As soon as they left, back to square one. Right. So, yeah, that was it then. So we went in, I said, and then we'd obviously sent the deregistration in. The school rang was on them, uh, sent an email back and said, yeah, we'll take her off roll. So they must have knew something from to act that quick. I was expecting them to put up a bit of a fight, but there really wasn't no fight. Like normally I see on like the heifer group, you see people coming back saying, oh, we need to do a meeting. We need to do this. We need to do that. Literally, it was a straightforward. We'll take her off or we'll inform the Tameside Welfare Office. I'm like, right, okay. But yeah, since we've done it, obviously massive, massive change in her in regards to like her mental health and the way she is. And she needs routine and stuff like that. She just wasn't getting the help she needed. They just couldn't help her. We applied for EHCP. We... Um, it went to it got we we appealed it we won the appeal. They was happy to issue an EHCP. They rang school on the morning and school said no, we don't need any funding for her. We're doing best we can for her. Ugh. I'm like right, okay. It's really tough, isn't it? It um, is tough. You it's know... hard work, but one thing it's taught is you can't stop fighting for your child. Yeah. You know your child better. You're with them 24 hours. They're only with them for six hours a day. If they were like all the stuff they were saying, what we were saying to them, they go, Oh, no, we don't see this, we don't see that. Come and sit in my house. Yeah. You've got to understand that girls math very well. 
and she is very clever in what she does. She's very, very clever because as soon as she gets home, when she used to get home at quarter to four, wow. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Devil child. <laughs> yep. Why do yeah, you think it then, takes so many women so long to get diagnosed as an exactly. adult? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've just been diagnosed as well. I'm 30 now. I've just been diagnosed with ADHD and autism. So, yeah. <laughs> 40. So you are you are right. in the uh, NeuroSpicy Club. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there a particular kind of home ed style or routine that you guys have gone for? Because I know uh, you said at the beginning that sort yeah, of you... So you kind of had that idea of it, there should yeah. be worksheets and there should be, you know, doing so it this I, way. I did try and do that for her. I was like, right, tell me wife, this is what I want you to do today. Show me at the end what she's done. At the end of the day, I'll finish work. We can have a look, see what she's done. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen at all. She's She wants to be on the move all the time. She can't keep still. She's up, down, up, down. So it's absolutely pointless in me giving her a worksheet just doesn't happen it doesn't work for her it's not the way she wants to learn she's more hands-on yeah where she'd rather go in the kitchen and start baking or she loves being outdoors so she'll want to go in the garden and do planting or stuff like that or we'll say to her right it's a new term now or this end of the topic what do you want to learn about you tell us what you want to learn about so the first time she said right I want to learn about dinosaurs all right brilliant Right, so we learned about dinosaurs, we bought the resources, and then what I'll try and do is, at the end of each topic, or what we've, she's learned about, I'll try and find somewhere for her to go. Oh, brilliant. So it matches up. So first time she wanted to learn about dinosaurs, and then we took her to a museum in Manchester, which is a Manchester museum. It's got all about dinosaurs. Second time, I said, right, what do you want to learn now? She went, oh, what I learned about the digestive system. All right, okay. So then we did all that. She learned on about it. Um, then we took her to a place in Halifax called Eureka. Yeah. Um, it's all about the body and about the digestive system. Loved it. Now she's come to us and said, <clears throat> I want to learn about autism. I want Fantastic. to know. Yeah. She wants to know why she thinks differently to everybody else. So we've never hid any from, from her. We're a very open family. She knew she was a little bit different. As soon as she was diagnosed, we said, look, you have got autism. This is what it is. We've tried to show her as much as we can, but now she wants to learn more into it. So what we're going to do is try and cover that as well as why have people got different colour skin? Why are some people in wheelchairs? Why can some people maybe with autism speak? Why can some people not? Yep. So, and then obviously we work alongside a charity um, who support us as well. Yeah. Um, so we're going to try and get some information off them as well. And maybe someone could there could have a chat with her and stuff like that. So what I try and do is every topic that she wants to learn about, I'll try and find a summit as like a bit of a reward to yeah. say, look, it is real. So you saw the dinosaurs now. You've learned about the body. There's stuff about the body. So I'll try and get it to match up as much as I can. And it's fun for her as well, because what yeah. I was worried about as well, with her, she found it hard to make friends. So people are like, well, how's she going to socialise if you're home educated? I said, she got a better social life than me. I said, yep. seriously. <laughs> I said, we go out every weekend. Because my wife runs her own events company. So we're planning events. We do family fun days and craft fairs. So every weekend she's on a bouncy castle with her loads of kids or face painting, glitter tattoos, absolutely all sorts. On a Wednesday, my wife runs a mess and play company. So she's doing all sensory activities and meeting other kids. So socialising is not an issue. It's just no. she finds, finds it hard to socialise. 
but we're still giving her that opportunity to socialise so she understands. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. And so many of us who are autistic, actually, we we don't have a problem socialising, actually. We just have a problem <laughs> being made to socialise in specific ways that yeah. other people want us to. Yes, <laughs> which they feel is like typically normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like info dumping is a love language in our house. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know, some sometimes my husband can't handle it and he'll just go, yeah, I'm out. I'm tapping out, leaving, um, you know, but it's it's really it's a really beautiful thing where, you know, someone brings their special interest to the table and they're just like telling you all about it and yeah. how amazing it is and what they've learned. And all of my kids do it. I do it. Um, my husband actually does do it as well. Um, especially with anything he's an, an engineer so anything engineering okay. electrical things like that he loves all of that kind of thing right. and that's how a lot of us also are with our friends as well and socialize with our friends and things yeah um and funnily enough a lot of our friends are neuro spicy too <laughs> um so you just end up finding your people if you're able to have the opportunities given to you right definitely definitely absolutely even like when we go out now we start seeing people like if you go out shopping during the week or if you go to somewhere like a kid's place during the week and there's older children there or children there and you start speaking to them and they go oh you know oh no we all educate oh so do we and you're like yeah we know you're all here for the same reason (laughs) we all educate yeah we all educate you're like you don't realize how many it was because i'd never heard of it but now, because obviously we do it, you're like, oh, wow, it is actually, it's, it is well known. And what I've noticed yeah. as well, since obviously they've gone back after the summer holidays on the Heifer Group especially, even the night before they was all due back, I've sent the email, oh, yeah. I've sent the email, I've sent the, I'm like, it's getting very, very popular now. And I said to my wife, so I said, Absolutely. have you seen it on Heifer Group recently? Got Luke, everybody's doing it. So I said, yep. to it, I, mean, I said to my wife, I said, what do you think the reason is? She said, it's schools, Luke. They just can't cope and they make children into robots. She said yeah. they get told when they can go for a break. They can get cold when they go to the toilet. They get told when to stand up. They said it's, they're not like that. They're still children. They want to play. They do. They do. And unfortunately, schools are under such um, stress and strain yeah. um, and lack of funding. And, you know, the, the government the government that we've got in place is um well that's a whole other podcast yep (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah it's it's really tough because you know I know a lot of teachers and I know that they um you know they've got hearts of gold they want to do they didn't they went into teaching to teach kids right and and to to see kids develop and grow and they they aren't getting to see that because you know, that's, that's the that problem no you've longer... got because teacher can say, oh, I see this, I can see that. She's got a report or he or she's got a report to someone above them. And it'll, yeah. it's how far that person above them takes them and how, how far the person above them takes it. There's Absolutely. only so much the teacher can say and they don't get listened to. They're with the no, child. They, she, they could go to the senko, they can go to the head teacher, but they don't see it. They're not in that classroom with that child. I completely agree. Um, what do you think is your biggest challenge as a home ed dad? Um, hmm. 
what what do your colleagues and things like that think of home ed you know, you know when i took so when I, we first started doing it I, I think they thought that we was posh <laughs> i think they thought we had loads of money and stuff like that because obviously with home education you don't get any sort of funding there's nothing there at all you do it yourself it's your own you do whatever you want it's down to you and when they ask me now and or if i go out and i tell people oh we she don't go to school we home educate they look at you and you're like I've, I've, it's normal i've not just said something wrong i've not swore at you <laughs> i've not insulted you but yeah I've, when i when we first started i was telling people they used to look at us like oh look at them they must be posh they more educate their children <laughs> yeah that's quite common um people presuming that you're well off um yeah. <laughs> if you're home edging yeah yeah um what do you wish you knew when you had started like specifically as a dad who was you know like no we're gonna you mentioned something about worrying you'd get in trouble and yes. get fines and things yes so for me what i'd wish i would have knew is probably that there isn't ha there's not a lot of co it depends on your situation everyone's different they might have other people and other services involved but yeah. for us the only services we had involved was mainly the school yeah. so it was pretty straightforward situation for us we send the deregistration she's then off roll so yeah. if it w for me, from my view as our family, if I wouldn't knew it was that easy, I would have done it a long time ago. She wouldn't have went to school. Yeah. Because of what it's done to her and what we've had to try and rectify as a family. But it's made us stronger and it's made us tougher. Obviously, we've had tantrums. We've argued with each other. Me yeah. and my wife have cried at night when she's been in bed. We've argued with each other. You're right, I'm right, this, that and we've argued with each other but we can now see the reason why we've did it yeah. and I, we want the like i said the youngest won't go to school now because obviously the way we're doing it it's working for us as a family yeah um and yeah i was just worried i was having sleepless nights about it at first the first couple about a month or so it took me a while to come around to it even when she was here i thought someone's gonna knock on the door but you know what We've had a phone call with Tameside and they was fine with us. They're happy to do us report. They did want to come out. Obviously, we said, no, we're okay. We'll keep it all to emails. They was happy with that. They said, if we need any resources, let them know. They'll send it out to us. Um, but, yeah, they've supported us. But, yeah, if if it, for me, it was more the consequences and the fines and what would have happened in regards to, like, if social services would get involved, would they try and take her away and stuff like that. But it's been nothing like that. It's completely different. And I think that's and, why now I want yeah. to explore and explain to other dads who are going through the same thing where they're really worried about it. Yeah. You, you don't need to be worried. There's help available. There's people for you to speak to. And it's, I, I think the biggest thing that kind of is the foundation behind all of those worries is that somehow you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, that if your child isn't because we're we're constantly told in um, media and all of that kind of thing that, you know, if a child isn't going to school, there's something wrong. Exactly. Um, you and, see people taking the kids out on holiday and they're getting fines. So I thought yeah. if they're getting a fine for going on holiday, what are we going to do if we took her out of school? Exactly. And that yeah. was my worry because you waste all this sort of stuff. But literally, it's just so simple to send that email, wait for that reply or do your chase and do what you need to do 
and just get on with your life and teach your child the way you want to teach them. Yes, I love that. Um, yeah, because for for those dads that are listening, home ed is completely legal. It's actually the legal default in this country, um, in, in all four of these um, aisles, the United Kingdom. Um, home education is the legal default. So you actually opt into a school system. Um, and what's really interesting about that is that the, even the way that we apply for schools and things like that, because of the way that it happens, it I received today, um, it was shocking. I today received the letter um, saying that it's now time for me to apply for the secondary place for my 10 year old. And I looked at him and I, I said to him, I mean, look at this letter. And he was like, what? What? Me going to secondary school? And I'm like, right? How is that a thing? How yeah. is that a thing? You're 10. Um, and obviously it wouldn't be until the next year. Um, but even so, like, I the, the contrast between when my, because one of my children did end up going into um, secondary school before they got deregistered. Yeah. Um, and I was so excited and proud to be applying for them to go to secondary school. And although they seemed really small, it was time for them to be more independent and all of these kinds of things. And 10 years later, I've got this same letter and I'm going, yeah. no. This, this is the worrying thing with obviously children. You, you, when they're born, you don't get an instruction manual. No. You don't get that booklet. And they all do things at different stages. But then you've got people coming out to you, oh, why are they not doing this? They should be doing this at this age now. Or why are they not doing that? They're your child. Let them be the child. Don't force them because such a body's child's doing that who you went to see who's a similar age at an appointment. They're all different. Just let them be that child. And that's the biggest thing for us as well in regards to schools. Just let them be the child. Let them enjoy being at school. Because when they leave and they've got to get a job, it's hard work. <laughs> that's when all your bills come in. Do you know what? This is something that I hear from dads a lot. Um, and I, I, as you're a dad, I'd like to ask you. Um, I hear from dads a lot that it's going to be time to knuckle down soon. It's going to be time to start... Um, you know, they've got they've got to go into the real world at some point and, yep. you know, otherwise they're not going to learn. Where does that come from with dads? Because I don't see it so you know, much with mums. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, I don't know whether it might be different if a father's got a son. Right. But a father with a daughter, I don't know what it is. I don't you try. I don't know. It's, it's, I, I've never had that. Obviously, I don't know whether it is the same for fathers with sons. But for, for a father with a daughter, I don't know, maybe I think it might be pride. You want to try and get the best out of them. You want the best for them. Obviously, they're your, they're your child. They're your daughter. Yeah. You want everything for them. No one will ever touch them. No one will ever hurt them. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. That's probably the same for, our, I, I think it should, would be, for a father with a son, where they want the best for them. So you think that that kind of um, sort of push to be more independent, that push to be um, more grown up, maybe um, yeah, kind of comes it's a, from definitely. It's, plus, it's a big world out there. Yeah, especially when, from when I was a child, it's changed a lot now. 
obviously we're going it's all technology now it's all phones and consoles and devices and times are changing yep so i think obviously the way i was brought up obviously i'm trying to do that the same because that's what how you've been taught but it's hard because it's 2023 it's not going to happen children nope. think differently now <laughs> the world's different it is it is and it's tough and and actually um that brings me back to the school situation which is that you know school isn't really providing uh, as someone who's had children go all the way through the school system yeah. all the way to uni mm-hmm. um at home ed to uni yeah. um it's it's fascinating to me how little of the school curriculum has changed yes. since I was at school, yet the world has changed so much. There yeah. are jobs that never existed. No. And a lot of the curriculum you don't tend to use. Yeah. I found like I went, I did primary, I did high school, I went to college for a year and then after that got a job. I didn't go to university, I didn't want to. But what I'd found out, obviously, like, when I look back at it now, when they teach about like algebra and pie charts and stuff, when in my life have I ever needed to use algebra or a pie chart? Maybe for some jobs. But yeah, not, my not... husband uses algebra oh, all wow. the time. But, <laughs> but that's specialist. That's yeah. That's because he's an engineer and he's yeah. an electrician. So, mm. but when I look back at it now, some of the stuff like it just, it, I don't see the point in some of it. Mm. They could be doing other stuff. But I work in finance. I help people with debt. The country wouldn't be like it would be now if they taught people about credit files and credit rating and finances and mortgages in school and they don't touch it at all. Absolutely. And you get to do that with your children. Exactly. And that's what we've done now. My daughter, I can give her a load of change with notes included and say, count that and she'll give me the answer. Brilliant. And she's got to that age now where she can use like a a card, like a top up card. So I know there's there's one called Go Henry. And there's another one called Rooster with NatWest. So yeah. I've gone with the NatWest one because with the GoEnry one, you pay £5 a month or something like that for it. But because I'm a NatWest customer myself, I get it free with her. Yeah. So I'll give her the card if she does tours and stuff like that. Like if she gets up in the morning, makes a bed, it might. I might have a target where it drops a 50p into the account. And then on a weekend when we go out to an event or something, she uses that money herself. So it's her understanding the value of money. Yeah. And they don't teach that in school and that's one thing which we can always look back on as well and then hopefully she don't get in that route of going down that oh i'm getting a credit card and stuff like that because i've been in that situation myself now if they would have taught me that at school i probably wouldn't have done that because i know the consequences years later where i've been struggling to get a mortgage or i couldn't even go into a shop and get a mobile phone because i wasn't aware of it so i think a lot of the stuff what you can teach as a home education parent i think it would be it's a lot different to the curriculum absolutely it's all about lifestyle and life skills and that's and what providing those those skills for, exactly. for the life your kids are gonna have rather than the life we had right exactly yeah fantastic it's been so wonderful speaking to you um thank you so much for offering to um you know come and talk to dads about this stuff um is there anything in particular that um sort of any piece of advice or um sort of anything that really stood out to you the other day when you were kind of going do you know what I can't I I need to speak to other dads about this 
Yeah, because obviously I know how they're feeling and I've been through that myself where they're probably worrying at night. It's probably affecting them at work. It's probably having a toll on them as a relationship with the family and they don't even realise that that's happening. So for me, as a father to somebody else who's looking, who, who's trying to get their child to be home educated is do it, try it. It might not work, but you can say then you've tried it. Yeah. Because I, like I wouldn't go back now. It was really affecting you at work when your daughter was Definitely. at school, right? Yes, because I knew straight away, half, three, quarter to four, my wife was ringing me crying. They've yeah. done this, they've done that, and I can't live like that. No. And I didn't want my wife or child to go through that and affect our relationship and her mental health, and it has a big effect on us. Yeah. From a father to somebody else with a child, with a son or daughter, as a father, if they're worried about it, I would say definitely do it. You don't need to worry. The consequences, if you if there is in it, obviously it gets sorted. Yeah, you There's want your support, best for your right? child, and at the end of the day, you know that child better than anybody else. Just keep fighting for them. That's all you need to do. Keep fighting, and you do what's right for your family, not what makes the government or the school happy. It's your choice and your child. Agreed. Mic drop at the end for that. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for joining me Luke to um, share your thoughts as a home educating dad um, we have lots more uh, dads to come and have Brilliant. a chat with me this uh, season so I'm really looking forward to that and I'm really yeah. thankful to you for um, giving us this idea no worries thank I appreciate you. it um, for those of you listening if you have any questions or um, any thoughts that you'd like to share um, you can share them over on Spotify on this podcast. So it will ask you, what do you think of this episode? And you can let us know there. You can also leave us voice messages as well on Spotify too. Um, so that's it for this week. Um, all that's left to say is thank you very much, Luke. Thank you very much, those of you for listening. And do please share this podcast and this coming season um, with any dads that you feel could benefit from hearing it. Um, thanks for joining us. And until next time, take care.